From an undisclosed location high in the Hollywood Hills, it's time once again for the long shot tonight. Blue Jam Cafe, Native American headdress, big fucking steaks, and very special guest, DJ. And now, please welcome the host of the long shot, Sean Gunroy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good afternoon. Welcome to The Long Shot. I am your host, Sean Conroy. <laughs> this is a podcast. With me today, the human winning scratcher ticket, Miss Amber Kenny is here. Hello. How exciting is that when you win at scratchers? I don't know because I never have. But You've never won a free <laughs> ticket? No. I'm sure it's delightful. I, I probably have. I don't remember. 60 bucks. That's, no, 80 bucks. Once. That's on voice for you. What's that? Not winning. Oh, not winning. <laughs> One? I didn't understand what you were saying, but yes, you're right. It is. <laughs> uh, and of course, also here, the human quick darting movements, Mr. Jamie, Jamie Flit. Uh, very excited to be here. We haven't been together in several weeks. In fact, you guys did an episode <clears throat> that I was not present for, and well, like I listened ago. to it. <laughs> it was a while ago. What, what do you think? I... Just want to read back to you uh-huh. some quotes from that episode that I found <laughs> Great. interesting. Here was a here was a line of questioning that came up. What kind of fruit salad? <laughs> who uh, who asked that? Who do you think asked that? Yours truly. Yes. Uh, here's another th- statement that was made. I was at Target by eleven thirty, but first I got a smoothie. <laughs> Amber, <laughs> you know that was still you. I really? You? I remember. That was you. Yeah, yeah. Excited about getting a lot done. Well, this is. Let me let <laughs> me keep going something. because then that story continued, <laughs> oh, and it me. was, what did you get at Target? <laughs> some floss, two types of floss, some all-purpose cleaning spray, some paper towels. Well, like get- you were literally reading a <laughs> shopping list. Uh, quick update. Um, Which my- floss are you using? I, the, I don't remember buying two types of floss. Maybe I was lying. I think you were. I think you thought that was a joke. In your head, saying two types of floss was a witty bon mot. Whoa. Well, I don't, I'm going to have to look that up later. Bon mot. I thought it was uh, And then this, I, I, I enjoyed this exchange. This is when you were talking to Alex, our drug dealer slash intern slash drug scholar. Genius. Yeah, yeah. Really? Alex got a full scholarship to Cambridge Business School in England, so... His drug dealing is going to take off. (laughs) Um, And Alex said, I'm finished applying. He was talking about business school. Uh Jamie's response to that was, you're finished applying, so you're waiting to hear back? I think that's the next way to ask thing. the hard hitting questions, <laughs> Jamie. How do you do it? You know, here's, here's another quote from that episode. <sighs> Occasionally, I'll have light mayo on a sandwich. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> I was I was listening to it on the plane and I was just like so uncomfortable. Um, you, you, with anything, you got to keep doing it to get better. And I think if you compared that to the other time that I hosted, it was probably it was better. An, an improvement. Yeah. I loved you talking about when you talk to young comics. <laughs> that really made me laugh hard. When I talk to young comics, I do. Talk I tell that comics. story. <laughs> you tell it much better than I do. <laughs> this is true. Shocking, yeah. Um, and then one more thing. 
Uh, oh, that's what I'd like to see. This is, again, you talking about the young comics. You're like, that's what I'd like to see from the young comics <laughs> performing. Like, I just thought that was hilarious. I stand by it. Um, A lot of young comics do not emote and, and actually have the passion behind the words they're saying on stage. Anyway, I enjoyed also, the I enjoyed the episode. It was very funny. I'm sure I said way dumb things that you just didn't write down. Well, the light mayo thing was pretty... <laughs> that was a whopper. But also what, what was funny listening to it was how conscious you were of like the fact Shots that I would be... <laughs> oh yeah, I think every other line you were like... Oh, <laughs> we're gonna get grounded! <laughs> it's gonna be bad when dad gets home. <laughs> We're not even referencing this. I know. By the way, we should let you know that Jamie, this whole time, has been wearing a full ceremonial Native American headdress. Um, it's actually, um, as you pointed out, because it is yours, and I hadn't, <laughs> hadn't seen it until about two minutes before we started the podcast, it's uh, authentic. Yes. Yeah. And I, honest to God, feel the powers of the universe pulsating through my veins, and I... And it's all due to the headdress. It's, something has changed. I was saying it. I was. I meant it. I think my life has completely changed in the last <laughs> five minutes. How so? I we're about 190 episodes deep on this show, and your life has changed every, <laughs> every episode. Well, I think I think that's just how life works. Life and is changed. Our, all of our lives Whoa. change constantly. But right now, I I do feel some sort of I don't know if it's a tribal energy or um, the powers of the, this great universe land that we live on but there's something i can't put my finger on it but i can feel it in my finger we're all gonna be okay we're all i, I really thought that was gonna okay. go somewhere <laughs> and then it didn't uh all right let's find out what's going on amber what's new with you uh well a week ago i got back from omaha i got back today you always are a one-upper <laughs> I know someone from Omaha. <laughs> I was there for the Crom Comedy Fest, uh -huh. and it was a lot of fun. It was actually the first why time. Why Crom? I still don't know. And why not Cromedy Fest? That's what uh -huh. Jamie Flam would do. I don't that know. That is what I would do. I, I've got Save a lot A lot of, of people asked me, and I don't know. The only thing I could think of is every time I type in Crom fest in google it's like did you mean com fest and that's a festival in ohio mm -hmm. so maybe they're making fun of this other festival that i don't know about or they're fans of the god that conan the barbarian worships oh, whose think, name is crom i think that's actually it is it really yeah because they had like conan the barbarian type artwork oh. <laughs> and I didn't so get it really it. was yeah that. i was oh, okay. like uh, i don't get it but um, uh, yeah, Conan likes to say "by Crom" all the time. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, no, um, because that happens a lot in comedy circles I run in. There's a lot of dudes who like nerdy shit that I'm like, I don't get any of these references, mm -hmm. but right. it's fine. Um, so you were in Omaha. You did some shows there. Well, I did one show, and um, I realized I think it's the first time I've ever done stand up at a festival. So that was pretty exciting. Yeah, that's great. And it felt like it. I felt like a comic. I know that sounds... Where, where were you? Like, where was um, the festival? The waiting room mm -hmm. and the satellite. At the, at the hospital or what? <laughs> Which waiting room? It's like a big venue. My uh, show was The doctor that. will see you now, Miss Kenny. <laughs> and also, could you please stop telling jokes out here? Just pick up a copy of Highlights. <laughs> You're not booked on this. <laughs> um, no, I mean, like, it sounds really cheesy, but... And I know that it means nothing. Like, everything means nothing. 
but um but you have to take pride in your accomplishments. Well, and I've been doing so much stuff with Liquid Feet and my sketch team and you guys that I don't do like a shit ton of stand up lately. Mm-hmm. So I've almost Please don't blame us for that. Yeah. I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I um no, but like it's this isn't even like a blame thing, but it, I've started to not even really identify myself as a stand up just mm-hmm. because I respect it so much that it, like no, that's people who Get up every night. Right. I do it occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, a dilettante. Mm. Bon mo. <laughs> <What's> a <clears throat> dilettante. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was fun to be there at this festival and to perform, and it it went well. And meeting these super nice comics, most of them were from Chicago or Denver or L.A. or Omaha. St. Louis? Up. Anybody from St. Louis? There was a few. Kansas City? There was a few one-offs, but those were the big... Big cities. I only ask because I was just there this weekend for Uh an improv festival, not Uh a stand-up festival, Uh and it seemed like everybody was from Kansas City and St. Louis because those and Denver because those are the closest. Yeah, I I metropoli. They had more Denver, Chicago peeps at this Mm -hmm. one, but what I was saying was that everyone was so nice and they were so funny, and it wasn't. I just was one of them. I was a comic. Right. It felt. I felt like a comic there. How did you show go? It went well. It went well. It was the first night, so that was nice that I didn't have to be nervous about it. But then I was like, ah, like now I want more the rest of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and- I'm sorry. You have to go back to the waiting room. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was a lot of fun. There was one thing the last night there. Because everyone said, oh, Omaha. And they just would list off different like junk food I should eat, basically. Uh-huh. Like steaks and burgers and corn and that's not junk food. I know, but I'm. It's not. Do you know what junk food is? No. Okay. <laughs> so occasionally I will they, put they, light they, mail. They were like, you should try some of the junk food, like steak and fish <laughs> and hamburgers, grilled vegetables, grilled vegetables. Uh, right. What I so. mean is, like, if I ate everything that they recommended, I would die. die. Like it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just the way things worked out, I I basically didn't get to any of them Mm -hmm. so our last full day there i was like well i need to have at least an omaha steak you can buy them in the airport there i know there's actually a place called omaha steak in the airport i saw that and i felt uncomfortable having a steak in my purse um and like i didn't want to cook um so it's our last full day there we go to lunch there's like seven of us at a table and i order first and i get like the big fucking steak i know that's not what it's called but like it's a cool menu they have there <laughs> it was like the would you like the big fucking steak <laughs> the medium-sized fucking chicken <laughs> or the tiny fucking fish <laughs> tiny fish sounds terrible it just be bones <laughs> oh i guess um, jump or not fish technically. um but it was like the flagship steak mm-hmm. of this restaurant i ordered that the next guy who orders is like, oh, no, I'm just good with my iced tea. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> then somebody gets a salad. I'll have a, I knew somebody was going to get a salad. I'll have a salad. Three veggie burgers in a row. Ugh. And then just like a sandwich. So <laughs> It sounds like you were hanging out with a bunch of boring people. You know, no. veggie burgers. No. Uh, technology. Has, no, no. They can wrong. come in some really Yuck. delicious. The only veggie burger that's good is one with bacon on it. Wait, but. Mm, Sean. <laughs> By the way, I think that positive energy I was talking about. It's slipped away. I think, honestly, I, there's I like some burgers? retribution. I'm taking this off. Oh, no. Is it cursed? I think I might is be cursed offensive? now. 
Um, no, like everyone was cool. It was just hilarious because I've been eating less meat. I don't even want to say I'm a vegetarian, but like this, I was going out of my way to be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to make an exception and eat this big fucking steak. Cause I'm in Omaha and mm-hmm. it just, at the table, I'm like, all right, let's do this. I look like a fucking monster. I mean, the steak no, came, and it was like you twice normal food. the size of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to do the like, oh, most of this will be in a to-go box. Ate every single bite. Great. And it was delicious. Yeah. Highlight of my trip. Yeah, so you did something that you yeah. will remember well, from Nebraska. It was just so funny to be like the little girl at the table with... Mm-hmm. Well, how was it taste? Was it like really delicious? It was really delicious. How how <laughs> does the steak taste? How did the steak taste? Like steak? I, good steak. Well, I mean a good I mean there could be a juicy steak. Could be a It was juicy. I mean, I guess juicy. Yeah. No, I could tell that other people at the table were jealous. Yeah, of course order. they were. They were like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm eating f- right. a veggie burger. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, I will not let this down. I've There's had some, some really veggie good veggie burgers. burgers. And I bet those were good because they were black bean veggie burgers. Uh, Ugh. But also, did you run into this? I'm sure you did. All the bars we went to, Mm -hmm. beer was like a dollar. Yeah. So it was just like, oh Mm -hmm. no, everyone's just plastered all the time. Yeah, I didn't even I I, I didn't even go. I I went nowhere. I was there for three days, but I had four workshops and four shows over the course of those three days. Were you staying really close to uh, where yeah, were, right around the corner. Where from, were you? Uh, I was in the uh, the billiards room. Oh, nice. Uh, it's next to the waiting room. Uh, <laughs> with the with the candlestick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Bring it to it. Um, I had the rope in the billiards room <laughs> and the candlestick in the conservatory. But there isn't the billiards room. You have like a sneak exit that you could go across the. Or no, that's not one of them. I don't remember. That's the library. I honestly maybe. don't remember. I know it was Colonel Mustard that did it. Oh, he's um, my favorite. But yeah, I was staying right around the corner from the venue, and mm-hmm. the workshops I taught were all in the hotel I was in. Oh, so you never so I saw went nowhere. any of them? Yeah, uh-huh. until last night mm-hmm. when my flight was delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed and then canceled, and I had to go back to stay at another hotel at my own expense, by the way. No. Yeah. They got to pay for that. No, they, they, you know, the airline was like, nope, we got nothing to do with the weather. Nothing we can do. Well, so you could have technically slept at the airport. Yeah, and I think people do that. You know, what was um, the weather? <clears throat> the weather. It was there was a storm yesterday, and so the plane couldn't fly in while the storm was going on. And then they ran out of fuel, and they had to stop in Kansas City to refuel. And then there was a mechanical problem. And there was an improv festival there. Right. There was a there was a crom uh, fest in Kansas <laughs> City, and the pilot wanted to get the. Uh, the famous Kansas City biscuits and gravy, <laughs> the veggie burger. Uh, no, so so that was a very frustrating experience. But what ended up happening was I went back to this hotel, which was right by. This was a different. I stayed at a Holiday Inn by the airport, and it was right by Comerica Park, which is a oh, yeah. huge baseball That's where stadium. They have the College, the World, College Series. World Series, right? And. I said to the uh, I said to the woman at the desk at the hotel because by now it was midnight and and, it, and oh you just missed the College World Series too I think no it hasn't uh, happened yet oh. it's coming well, up well there was a game there while I was there I just assumed <clears throat> it was the World Series but uh, no it was just a game okay. Um, <laughs> okay but I said to the woman at the desk I was like is there some place I can go around here to get some food and some drinks and she was like I'm sorry our our restaurant is closed I can give you the number for Domino's and I was like so. 
she didn't know what was going on. And I was like, <laughs> I can't believe that there's not a place around here. So I just right. started wandering the streets of Omaha. It's a dangerous city. <laughs> Very dangerous. And I ha- I just happened on this bar that was like down an alleyway with no sign or anything. And I went in and they were having a party for some guy. So the bartender was like giving me pizza and chips and salsa oh, and nice. stuff. Yeah. And they were totally cool. I met these two guys who were sound engineers for uh, uh, one of them was worked for a band called Chevelle. I don't know if you ever heard of that band, but he's on his way to Europe to to tour with them. And just super nice guys. We we're just talking about touring and what a pain in the ass it was to fly places and stuff like that. Because I was on a bit of a bit of a jag. You had a night. hair up yeah. your ass. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I will say that I flew back today. Yeah, you just got back. I just got back. And in order, so of course I'm completely exhausted, but in order for me to get on the plane, I had to pass a written math test. No, I, uh, <laughs> Interesting. I had to sit in first class. It was awesome. That, I've never, I don't know if I've ever sat in first class I never before. have. It is a whole other world. I got to tell you, it's, it's spectacular. Really? It really is. Like before we even taxied onto the runway, I had a glass of bourbon with ice in my hand and a glass. And you didn't have to pay for it. No, free. Glass, not a not a shitty plastic cup like they give you in coach. This was like a nice tumbler and the stewardess was like calling she was like Mr. Conroy, I have a like they knew my mm-hmm. name. I mean it was it was crazy. I was like, this is how rich people live. Oh, you know? man. And they're cookies? like, why are people sad sometimes? I hate that you asked that question, but I did get a cookie. <laughs> I've heard that they're like, like the best cookies. She was like, Mr. Mr. Conroy, we have a chicken burrito with chipotle sauce. Will that be adequate for your lunch today? And I was like, yes, Whatever. of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, we don't even have food normally. Then after I ate, I was like, you know, just zoned out, listening to music, staring out the window. And she did tap me on the shoulder and was like, here you go. And it was a hot, like, oatmeal raisin cookie. I want to fly first class right now. It was crazy. It was such a different, completely different experience. And, of course, you have so much more room there. I mean, I when I flew out to Nebraska, I felt, I ended up, of course, in a middle seat. And I felt like I was in a full body cast. Not even with the other people, but just how narrow. And I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm a big dude, but I don't have wide hips and the the things were like cutting into my legs on both sides, you know. Um, so yeah, first class is the way to go. Ugh. Yeah, I um, even on the way out there, I was so excited because it's me. I get excited about things, and I was like, I'll have my. Ginger. You have a positive outlook on life. <clears throat> it's gross. It's Optimistic. boring. No one likes it. Um, I, I like certainly it. don't like it. I love it. I was excited about having my ginger ale on the flight. I don't drink a lot of ginger ale normally, but it tastes so good on an airplane. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Airplanes and ginger ale <laughs> go together. Why is that? Like peanut butter and jelly. That's like what, how I was introduced to ginger ale. On I an know, airplane. me too. But um, I get on this flight. And Jamie, I'm... this is ginger ale. Ginger <laughs> ale, this is Jamie. <laughs> I think I'm going to be Why are you introducing me to you? ginger ale? <laughs> but uh, on the airline I was on, just to get a fucking soda was like three fifty. You didn't even get a free soda anymore. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, it's crazy. And I was like, I don't need a ginger ale that bad. Oh, the other thing was they brought, before they brought the food, they brought everybody a little dish of warm nuts, Ugh. like almonds and cashews. Love warm nuts. That sounds I like- love warm <laughs> nuts, too. That sounded like I was making a stupid I'm with joke. you, brother. Literally, I literally I like warm nuts. I had too many jokes running through my head that I just like, don't say any of them. I actually <laughs> thought of that on the plane. I was like, I'm going to say this, and it's going to turn into, oh, I love warm nuts. But no, but I like, I like warm like warm nuts, not 
I wasn't trying to make a stupid sexual joke. Like, uh, is it like they were freshly roasted? No, but they were heated up somehow. You know, I don't know if they put them in the microwave area behind the engine or how they heated them up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm like, promise. All right. okay. That wasn't the intention. They, they, they were warmed by hand. The stewardess blew on them to warm my nuts. <laughs> okay. Uh, like and I shouldn't be saying stewardess, should I? Like a sex blowjob. <laughs> uh, that headdress really took something out of me. Jamie. But how were your, I want to hear more about uh, the workshops you taught and your shows and stuff. It's interesting because... Uh, were there a lot of people in the workshops? No. In fact, one of the workshops I taught, there were three people in. Uh, and it ended up being great, but whenever mm-hmm. you have three people in a workshop, you're like, oh, fuck, this is right. going to be a disaster. But they were great, and we had a great time. Um, but what's interesting about improv workshops at improv festivals is you have all these people who've come from different places who do different things. At different levels. Yeah, and I'm teaching long form, and a lot of them are just short form improvisers. I mean, I literally, I taught one workshop in, the, the whole theme of the workshop was second beats, which is a very specific part of the Herald, which is a very specific structure that you do in long form. Why would you sign up for that workshop if you don't, know if you don't even know what second beats are, yeah. you know? And I had several people who like, were yeah, just befuddled. Yeah, exactly. Um, in fact, there was there was one couple there which was which was hilarious. They were, I would say they were in their mid-70s, maybe. Cute. And they'd been improvising in Omaha for a long time. And whenever I see older people in an improv workshop, my my rate my spidey sense tingles, you know, because you're like, oh, these people are gonna be crazy. Um, <laughs> no, they were the tired and they're crazy? trying to. Uh, no, because no, because they always are crazy. But these people were not crazy. They were they were fine. So that was nice. Um, but yeah, I taught four different workshops, and 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 for anybody who's planning on running any kind of um, festival with workshops in it, don't plan workshops early in the morning. That doesn't make any sense at all. I taught a workshop at 11 on Saturday and then another one at 9 a.m. on Sunday morning. And it was just like, I was exhausted. Everybody in the workshop was exhausted. And it wasn't like I stayed out all night the night before. I made a conscious effort to go home early. But still, it was like fucking 9 o'clock on a Sunday morning, you know? Um, Everybody had to work really hard to get through that workshop. And who did you perform with on the shows? Well, because people were asking me about, it and I realized I had no idea what you were doing. Like, they were asking like, you about what? Like, like what team is he performing? Oh, is it the oh swarm? yeah, no, there was no team. And I was team. like, I don't know. <clears throat> no, there's a guy named Kevin Mullaney who is a teacher and performer from the old days at I.O. And he was in New York for a long time. He was the artistic director of the UCB in New York. And then Susie Barrett was there, who's a great improviser who performs. At UCB out here, <clears throat> so we did. We did one show that was uh, some of the coaches from the theater there, and then the three of us, and then we did another show that night, which I honestly don't remember who was even in it. Um, and then the second night I was there, we did one show that was Kevin, Susie, and myself, and then one show that was just Kevin and myself. Um, and they were all super fun, great crowds, oh, that's cool. like really enjoyable. Um, I did have a guy, and I, of course, I try to twist this into an insult. Uh, I know he was trying to be complimentary, but I found a way to make it negative. Sure. Um, again, on voice. <laughs> 
But he came up to me when I was leaving yesterday outside the the theater, and he was like, he was like, you know, I loved watching you because a lot of people do these characters and stuff, and they <laughs> and they, you just kind of sit there. <laughs> he goes, yeah, he goes, he goes, you just talk, and it's fucking funny, and it's just you uh. talking. And I was like, I do characters sometimes and too, like, you know. Dude, just take the compliment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Jamie, what's going on with you besides losing your mind over a headdress? Um, you know, not much. I um, <laughs> oh god. I, I Did just, you go to Omaha? I don't have an o- Omaha story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was a great listen. To you guys talk about it, and I learned some stuff about the. That was town. my second time in Omaha, by the way. That was my first. I've Would been you there go once back? before. Yeah, totally. Could I say something that's dumb? But it blew my mind that when you <clears throat> land at the Omaha, Nebraska airport, you're actually in Iowa. Yeah, it's a weird... I, I, I actually didn't understand the geography of it because when you drive from the airport towards... It says... It says, the people of Iowa welcome you. Yeah. No, You when you land, you're technically in Iowa. Mm-hmm. And then you cross the little bridge and then you're in Nebraska and in Omaha... But like that's so crazy to me, and I know I'm from California, which is such a big state. But mm-hmm. if I like, well, it's not like Nebraska is a little state. Well, there's right, so many like, other places they could have built it. You, you would think it would at least be in the same state. Mm-hmm. That, would, but it might have been part of the conversation when they were building it. Yeah. But Iowa was great too. I had a great time in Iowa. I was there on for that drive four minutes. Yeah, yeah, me too. It was beautiful. Uh, so Jamie, <laughs> besides not much, what else is going yeah, on? Yeah, you know, I um, I didn't shower today. I told you not to talk about that. You did. Why not? It you just I, it's, I, it's noteworthy because I usually shower every single day, like maybe three times a year. Jorge is audibly sighing. <laughs> I think it was uh, completely unrelated. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It still fit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was great that you didn't shower today. Thank Wait, you wh- for that. What What happened? What up with that? <laughs> I so I like. I kind of woke up at like 8.15, and usually my pattern is like when I wake up a little bit earlier, like cause my alarm was set for 8.30, but then I'll snooze for an hour or an hour and a half. I'm so jealous. <laughs> it's like hard to look at you. <laughs> but usually, but then I don't feel much better, and then I, I'm not getting a lot of sleep, and I'm trying to sleep, and I'm not. So I was like, I'm just going to get out of bed. And then I got out of bed, and I was like, I'm just going to hit the streets and start walking. What did you do after that? Hit the streets and started walking. Wow. Which direction? Uh, East. Good choice. <laughs> east. Started walking east down Melrose. I was like, I'm going to get myself a nice breakfast. Uh, ended up popping by my friend Vanessa's place. Saw her young little baby for like 20 minutes. My sister, I called my sister while I was walking. And uh, we chatted for a minute. I was, like, she's like, I was like, what are you doing now? She's like, I just dropped my nephews off. She said my sons. She probably didn't say my sons. She probably said the kids. What are you talking about right now? Um, off at preschool. So I was like, well, why don't you join me for breakfast? And she's like, okay. So she drove from Pasadena. And so like all of a sudden now it's like 10 o'clock and I'm having breakfast with my sister. Where'd you guys go? It's called Blue Jam Cafe. I love the Blue Jam Cafe. you know it? Yes. Yes, I've never been. It's on Melrose. It's amazing. Really good breakfast. Let's go. We should. (laughs) And so I had a lovely breakfast with my sister. And then... (laughs) Like a question, sister. You, you had a lovely breakfast with your nephew's parent. With my nephew's parent, mm-hmm. female, female parent. And then I walked back home and was like, you know what? I'm not going to even shower. I'm just going to go straight into the place I work. And I so I 
you know, got so my this backpack on. So one of those on. days that we don't say where you work. Yeah, it's the improv. The, the world, <laughs> the world famous Hollywood improv. You know, sometimes people say to me that they don't think you lead an exciting life, and you just prove them right. <laughs> Who says that? I know. <laughs> Do a lot of people that say that? Fake that Jamie guy. <laughs> that was a fake premise. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I feel like Jamie doesn't lead an exciting Every life. Every day, people you know, come you know, up to you know, me. <laughs> Mr. Conroy, would you like uh, hot nuts? And, and uh, by the way, I've listened to your podcast, and I feel like Jamie doesn't lead an exciting life. You know, by the way, I think I do <laughs> lead an exciting life. Really? That's why I wasn't going to even say, I don't know. I'm really having... The the reason I feel like that's not necessarily true is because it's always so difficult for you to come up with something to talk about during these checking in segments. It's been two weeks. It's not like... uh... Well, didn't you say you looked through your whole calendar and nothing had (laughs) happened over the last several weeks? Here's the thing. Honestly, I was looking through my calendar and this is going to sound a little bit uh, arrogant or, or just kind of just like no one wants to hear about I was like this is all just fun stuff I did a bunch of fun stuff you can talk about fun stuff but it, who wants to hear about fun stuff everyone yeah that's the best thing to hear about I f- you think I want to hear about tragedy well it makes for better conversation I don't know I just it's like I don't know it's like comedy comes from not fun stuff usually give it a shot I, you know I just it was like looking at like two weeks ago like I had this night where put on the secret show and it was packed and it was awesome and people loved it and then I went back down to the improv and that was packed and I was like and and had the most fun there and I was you're like just like killing it on both ends that, but because like, I don't want to say that but I just did like you're no one apologized for something I said but I was I really like I had so much gratitude I'm like what a fun ridiculous thing I'm doing yeah. I'm literally on that night in particular I just told a bunch of people to show up at this place and, and then I did. told a bunch of people to go there and perform for those people and then I went to this other place, <laughs> unrelated, where I told a bunch of people to show up there and do their thing. And then a bunch of people showed up to watch them. <laughs> what is happening? That, that, I think it makes perfect sense. I get it. Kevin. I did not follow any of that. You told people to go to a place <laughs> and then other people you told to go to that place. Oh, like the comedians. And see those people. <laughs> and then and then there's the steeple. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, but it was just... Open the doors. <laughs> there are all the people. <laughs> What is that? No, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> anyway. Good. It's a secret between me and Amber. <laughs> okay. Tough luck. Fine. I guess you get that when you arrive in Omaha. <laughs> yeah, that's the they hand you it. <clears throat> anyway, that was that was a thing. And then I started this comedy bowling and bingo night at the Roosevelt Hotel. So you're supposed to bowl in a funny way? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Sorry, folks. This is comedy bowling. No, no. It's a comedy bowling league. So there's it's a it's a there's teams from the improv and the comedy store and Earwolf and all things comedy and uh, UCB and Funny or Die and. Did the Earwolf people fight the all things comedy people? I don't think they've played each other yet. That might be for the last week. So you're getting a good turnout for this thing. So the turnout's been great, and then there's bingo happening on the other side of this bar. Oh, you know the bar. Yeah, we've uh, pr- recorded. We did, a, we did an episode here, yeah. there, here. We played bowling there. We played bowling. Yeah, <laughs> and so I won. I'm starting. I did not to book comedians just to call bingo, but now I'm finding that people can do material, and actually, like we can build an audience of people because they're getting such a kick out of watching these comedians like telling jokes and doing being funny in between B seven and hold it. So. You're saying you want to have a show that is comedians 
calling bingo while people bowl. The bowling is that sounds like too much stimulus, Jamie. It is very stimulating. Not enough. Could Um, there be dancing? There could be dancing. There's DJs. Last night I DJed. Fun. And that was like the best thing. Like uh, that's my favorite thing to do. I just got to fucking play my music and. Um, but the bingo thing, I think, can become. You got to a thing. fucking play your music. I got to. Did fucking you try play. a fucking steak? The big fucking steak. <laughs> big fucking steak. No, they have actually bratwurst. They're selling that at the bar. No steaks. Um. Anyway, see, this kind of a good time to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> see, Jesus Christ, people. Anyway, so I didn't shower today, and um, and I'm okay with that. It's gonna feel good. I like earning a good shower sometimes. So I'll probably shower tonight, but I might not. That's such a great way to end. <laughs> I didn't shower today. I'll probably shower tonight, but I might not. We're, Folks, we're that's called a goes. cliffhanger. We'll be back in a moment with more of the long shot. <laughs> <laughs> that headdress fucked me up. No. It did. It wasn't the headdress. It's, it definitely was. There was like I was like feather. I think I it's was in like your head. Could try and like uh, like I think you know the Uh, you have to do one now. Or I thought, oh yeah, okay. What should it be for? Our Facebook group? <laughs> no. <laughs> Facebook groups are the most useless thing. Um, we don't need like a group and a page. I feel how about like donating? No. Okay. How about the Liquid Peak show August 15th? That's what it's for. A little bit of all of them. Are we recording? <laughs> yes. Oh. Okay. Um, <clears throat> hey, this is Jamie Flam from the world famous Long Shot Podcast. Really excited because there's a lot of cool things going on here at Hello Show Po HQ. <laughs> um, for example, here at the HQ, we uh, there's a lot of talk about our Facebook page. Please stop saying HQ. We got a Facebook page, and we also have a Facebook group. Join them and enjoy them. We came up with that slogan today, so you remember. Join them and enjoy them. This started as a promo, by the way, which means promote the, the show. Only thing we said we weren't going to promote. It sounds, like a, it sounds like a demo, like a demotion of the show. All right, we can start over. We can the start only over. Thing we gonna I know. Oh, God. Okay, okay. Hey, this is Jamie Flam from the world-famous Long Shot Podcast that you're currently listening to. Check this out. Uh, we just opened a bank account. <laughs> and there's no, almost no money. And once we pay our taxes, there's going to be negative money. If you want us to keep doing the show and avoid federal prosecution, <laughs> please donate some money. There's a donate button on our website. The longshotpodcast.com. Life or death. Um, and thanks for listening. But especially thank you for your money. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> That's how I look all the time. How come he doesn't get parts? The joke was played out at that point. <laughs> Burps. You should do one now.
We are back. This is the long shot. Jamie has put the Native American headdress back on in hopes that it will boost his flagging spirits. I, I don't know if I want flagging spirits. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, what, I, I, this is a weird mood You're today. Sentences like inside out. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 this. The, the, uh, I've, I've been there. You've right. been there? Mm-hmm. Well, how did you get out of it? To give me some tips. Take a nap. Take a shower. Take a shower. Okay, maybe that is the thing. <laughs> Not the headdress. Take the shower. Jamie, take the shower next time. Mondays. Um, Sean. <laughs> you have that little look you're giving me. I don't know. I'm sorry. No, oh, we're geez, good. Amber. What a crazy thing we're doing right now. <laughs> Podcasting? Yeah. Should we hold hands? <laughs> I feel like we should hold hands and okay. see what kind of power comes to it. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Sean, 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 no. Sean, Sean, Sean. Maybe we'll see something pulsing. This is how I improvise. No but. Uh, all right. Well, let's talk about what we wanted to was talk about instead of just being shops? weird. Uh, no but. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was just a weird, long, extended weirdness there. So. Well, we could have just held hands we're back uh <laughs> this is the long shot amber yeah tell us about roommates yeah i'd love to i've had lots of roommates in my day but um i wanted to talk about Dieter, who's this like almost like a mythic character in my life at this point mm-hmm. i met him my freshman like crom in conan's life sure mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i um i met him my freshman year of college and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um he was really good friends with Abby. You know Abby. I do. Um, I, I know Abby too. Oh, you know Abby too. Um Sarah and Brad. And um Abby, Sarah, and Brad lived together. I lived in the dorms and Dieter lived in a shitty apartment. Somebody found this house i think i've talked about it before i lived in a party house in college like the the last two years or Mm -hmm. um off campus or on campus off campus but right off it was so close like people would be so jealous like sometimes it was a quicker walk from our house than the parking Mm -hmm. um it was like a really good deal our landlord fucking hated us to bits she was really mean but um she hated you to bits huh (laughs) (laughs) that's how much she hated you to bits yeah so mildly so anyway it was gonna be the five of us moving into this house and um Dieter was my friend he's he's like a Dieter was my friend (laughs) he's he's left us now but he was my friend I want to remember him as my friend (laughs) he's um a big personality Mm -hmm. he's very like uh he commands the room when he walks in so he's ugly you're saying no (laughs) that's what people mean when they say big personality oh that is super not what i meant because he kind of looks like justin timberlake ish if you heard that Dieter, get over it um (laughs) no he's a very handsome man um and like tall but what i meant is he like commands a room Mm -hmm. he uh has very strong opinions about things and he's good at kind of manipulating people into would you describe him as a charismatic leader yes but also (laughs) sometimes like a tyrant depending on his mood oh despotic in a sense (laughs) and he liked to drink alcohol Mm -hmm. um arguably too much way too much Uh and it's hard to say because we were all drinking a lot because we were 
young dumb kids but it would be the kind of thing where um if you went into Dieter's bathroom there was beer cans empty beer cans lining his shower like when he got ready in the morning he was drinking you said multiple earlier maybe yeah multiple beers in the shower that's a long shower in the morning yeah that's weird yeah <laughs> Dieter <laughs> Um, and he, it's really hard to explain this dude because everything I'm saying, you would just be like, oh, fuck that dude forever. But he was so charismatic. And when he picked you to get all of his positive attention, kind of like you and him versus the world, it mm-hmm. felt really good. Mm-hmm. And so moving into this house, he's like, me and you, Amber, like, fuck those guys. Hilariously, like especially Abby, like make sure that we like somehow fight the forces that are Abby. Within living there, Abby became my best friend. Uh-huh. It will be you and me, Amber, <laughs> against the rest of the world. We will form an axis. But he was just like a powerful axis <laughs> that will take over the whole house, including the Lebensraum. <laughs> he was Peter's such a difficult again. person. I have so many Dieter stories. It's crazy. And I'm looking back on it now. I'm super thankful he was in my life because I was able to create boundaries with people because of him. Mm -hmm. But like little things like he was cooking dinner one night for all of us, which is a nice thing to do. And I tasted something and I was like, oh, it's a little salty. And he like threw his spatula and was like, fine, I'll never cook for you ever again. And it was just like. So he was a bit of a drama queen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And really like salt. And he would like, there'd be times that I'd, it'd be like eight o'clock in the morning and you're like, wait, why am I getting woken up by Paula Abdul blaring? Oh, Dieter's up. Like he was just such a weird dude. Well, let's be honest. Opposites attract. uh, Everything about him. And he. Straight up. We went surfing one time and I stood up before him. Nice. And I was like, yeah, I, I stood up and I was kind of expecting my friend to be happy. And he was pissed. And it was just like, oh, that's okay. that's unhealthy because that means he's. Oh, he was unhealthy. Yeah. He's got an ego problem. No. Although, <laughs> to be fair, had you and I gone surfing and you stood up right. before me, I would have said that you were obviously cheating because I'm probably <laughs> better at it than you. So It's rigged. Yeah. Um, but ugh, I'm not even like doing this guy justice, but like it would be the kind of thing where if we were both home alone first thing in the morning, he'd be like, we both have the day off. Let's drink some 40s. And By eat. the way, if you're both home alone, you're not home alone. Right. Yeah. Um, you're home together. Um, let's drink some 40s and go get McDonald's breakfast. It was like, yeah, like what a fun, <laughs> silly thing to do. But then I realized he just does that. He did that all the it time. It wasn't like a special occasion. <clears throat> Uh, and when he was home alone for real, he would do that. Right. And um, he just drank so oh, 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 much. It, it was the kind of thing. <laughs> that was 11 O's, by the way. Well, I started having to. Like I would pour some of my drink out into the sink just because it was easier than telling him I couldn't have any more. That's fucked up. Yeah. No, there was a lot of real fucked up shit. Um, what if he found you? What would he do? No, nothing, but it was just like instead Take of... Take it down a notch, Jamie. No, just because he was so good at like... <clears throat> no, but why? No, like instead of just arguing with him, just like, yep, I finished it. Like, Right. But he's 6'2 and a guy, <laughs> and I'm 5'1 and a girl. Like, I'm going to die There's other drink differences as much as too, you. but yeah. And also he, uh, he... He drank a lot. 
he he was he played Hercules for a little while at Disneyland, mm-hmm. and I remember they would just strap him on to the float, and he would just be wasted. Oh my god! <laughs> anyway, uh, it's funny because he has a problem. Um, <laughs> He's got to be dead by we now. We took him to a restaurant for his birthday once, and something pissed him off, and he took the cake and went to throw it at, I think, Abby. He had a thing against Abby. Okay, I think. Abby. Well, because he wanted to sleep with Abby, and right. she wouldn't do that. So right. how do you react to that? You throw a cake in her face. And she ducked, so it hit a gentleman eating at the restaurant. This at is a great table. scene in a slapstick comedy, <laughs> by the know. way. Well, we all got kicked out of the restaurant. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. And it's like, this is why we don't do nice things for you, Dina. Um I just felt like I was being disrespected, so I felt I needed to throw the cake across the room. Um, so when that house was breaking apart because people were moving out, Dieter, like the plan, Dieter and I still had some more school to do. And Dieter was like, okay, me and you will get an apartment and everyone else will break up. And I kept being like, yeah, maybe, like very we, noncommittal. We would be home alone every day. <laughs> and then finally, um, I we were both drinking and he was like pressing the point about finding a new apartment. And I was like, I don't want to talk about this right now. We're drinking. I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to talk and about meanwhile, this. And meanwhile, you were just pouring your drink out in the sink. <laughs> yeah, and like stone like, cold sober. <laughs> <laughs> we're drinking right now. See how my drink is going down the sink? That means I'm drinking with you. And uh, I just kept being like, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about it. And then I got pushed where he was. I was like, Dieter, I don't want to live with you because you hate women. He was also a huge womanizer. Like we would just see women circling in and out. And like they would always try to friend us like like become friends with their new boyfriend's friends uh-huh. and we'd always be like we don't even want to look at you because like you're gonna be gone yeah and like shit you're not like ugh, it's bad mm-hmm. it's bad um and like calling them the wrong name like oh yeah i can't keep track sorry but um so i was like i don't want to live with you because you hate women and he got so mad at me that he punched a hole in the wall and i was like no i want to live with you yeah. <laughs> You changed my mind. I won't do it at our place. (laughs) Um, That's really disturbing. It was upsetting. Um, And we didn't talk for a long time. And then he wrote me a long apology. And we were fine. But we don't have a relationship at all now. Yeah, that's not the kind of person you want to hang around with. Well, it's what he was such like a looming, powerful figure in my life in those like early years. And it's so funny to just not have him at all. Uh, he main he maintained friends with my friend Brian, who I lived with for a little bit out here, and uh, so he visited once, and it was just so funny, like the power dynamic being totally different. Mm-hmm. Him still trying to pull the little like digs and and just being like, I don't what care do you what say you we think. We live man. together now, huh? <laughs> I'm good. I don't hate women. The thing is, he is like, a talented like dude, but I just think he's his own. Worst nightmare. Well, we're all we're all oh, our own worst enemies. I am clearly my own. The worst only enemy is within. Mm-hmm. But anyway, mm-hmm. Dieter, like, there's also what I was gonna say about that about him being such like a looming figure that we would all sit around and tell different Dieter stories when he wasn't around and like figure out different ways to deal with him. And also, he liked me. Was pop- he violent with other people as well? No, but he probably liked me more than anybody mm-hmm. like he was nicest to me most of the time and so most that, people are like that with me too they like me the most out of everybody they know I no, get that no, a lot no 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 i didn't well. mean like out of i mean out of our circle so like the fact that he punched a hole like in a confrontation a lot of people me, really like me 
Right. Sure. Yeah, I get um, it. You know, as well. <laughs> was like a big deal for everybody. Like, because right. I was usually the one who could like calm him down. You were, and, you were the line in tamer. In fact, fucking Sarah, I, I just remembered this recently, was like, Is I this was, fucking Sarah who loves the fucking steak? No. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, she was like, I always thought you two would get together. And I'm like, that's mean. You're being mean. That's a mm. mean thing to say. <laughs> but that makes sense in a way if you had a relationship with him, right. you know. But like, I could do better. Right. Uh, but anyway, he came. And have, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He came and visited our apartment, yeah, and he was trying to kind of pull the same manipulation power struggle things, and I was just like, it doesn't work anymore, man. And it's cool to have someone who is such... <laughs> I like that you were like, it doesn't work anymore, <laughs> man. <laughs> Dieter, you got to roll out of here, man. The dynamic has shifted. <laughs> the I'm in charge of my own life changed, now, man. man. <laughs> um, no, but to have someone who's such like a looming figure that we constantly were talking about and theorizing about and trying to figure out and understand because it was also unpredictable he'd be in a good mood when you would expected him to be mad and he'd be mad when you expected it like it it became like a weird codependent thing Mm -hmm. to like i would go now i go long periods of time where i forget he even exists i abby and i just talked about him (coughs) briefly on sunday on gchat talking about something i am we i am about it or what it irl irl okay and uh is that like a url (laughs) <laughs> yeah. URLs, IRLs. So it's just like a, I can't keep like up with that anymore, cool guys. Thing that Dieter, he's just like a funny thing. Where before it was like this problem I had to right, deal with on right. a day to day basis. We have a, a commenter on our website named Dieter. Yeah, it's spelled differently. I, at right. first, I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, at least that would just be online, you know, not. Uh... Well, and um, I'm I I ain't afraid of no ghosts, mm. like. Uh, I probably will see him again at some point, and I wish him the best. It's just funny. F- I guess at one point I thought he was going to be an important person in my life, kind forever. of forever. Yeah. Not so much. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you. I'm glad you got out of that. Yeah, roommates, right? Yeah. Ugh. They can be the best, and <laughs> they can be the worst. Jamie, tell us about roommates. Yep, I've had. I like Amber. I've, yeah, had, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had many in my life. Uh huh. And the story I've chosen to share on this podcast <laughs> oh my God. goes back to. Yeah, I'm sorry. Can you start over like and this. can you start over and just be more stilted and awkward in the way you talk? <laughs> okay. So yeah, I was uh, living in Santa Barbara, which Jesus Christ, by Is the way. Is that where you went to school? Yeah, I was oh, in I Isla know. Vista, where like people, yeah, I, Oof. yeah, it's been a big thing that happened, and uh, uh, it's been a big thing. Might be. The, the most like swept under the rug euphemism I've heard about it, but <laughs> well, because I, I was like, we don't need to get into that now. It's, it's a tragedy and awful. I'm keeping it awkward. Um, but I was living. No, I'm a, glad you brought that up, though. That was uh... <laughs> so you're in Santa Barbara. <laughs> Isla Vista is the small city, the small town where the students tend to to live. But actually, this place, this story takes place in Westwood. <laughs> <laughs> So we never we never had to talk about Santa Barbara no, 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 at all. No, no. It, 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 it involves folks. A, there was a horrific event that took place in a town that has nothing to do with this story. It does have something to do with the story. It'll come back in a big way. Bergen Belsen was a concentration camp in World War II. This story takes place in Westwood, <laughs> home of the Bruins. Uh, I had a roommate. I had several roommates in this house in Isla Vista. And one weekend, I went back home to L.A. 
uh, which I would do quite often because my parents were there and I'd visit. And, and it's only like an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, about an hour and a half. But I had a ton of friends that went to UCLA, so I'd go and visit them. So one night, it was like a Friday night, and we would... Were you in school at UCSB? Yes. Okay. I went to meet one of my roommates from Santa Barbara, and a couple of their friends drove down to LA to go hang out on Friday night at UCLA. We're going to go to like some fraternity parties or what? I don't know. Or just some parties. You're going to have a cool time. Mm-hmm. You're going <laughs> to hang loose. Mm-hmm. There was a time where like <laughs> uh-huh. I would go to like fraternity You're going to keep it real, right? <laughs> I would never go to fraternity parties You're gonna in Santa Barbara. You're going to do it up? Yes. Do Paint it up. Paint the town red. Anyway, I would do all these things and whatnot. And uh, <laughs> so we went. On the on this trip, and we're you look ridiculous, <laughs> by the way. I feel ridiculous today. So, we're going to UCLA, a group of us guys, and we're gonna go party. Have I said that seventeen times? Mm-hmm. Weird. Okay, so weird. <laughs> Did so you know somebody could, in a fraternity could, at UCLA? Can we just jump to being at the fraternity party, or do well, we no, need no, to no. keep Let's talking about out. getting yeah, there? Yeah. So you're gonna go to this party. <laughs> so you get in your car, you drive to the party. Mm-hmm. You undo your seatbelt, get out of the car. Were you there? <laughs> this is weird. So what happened at the party, Jamie? So we go to this party. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is so weird. I feel like you guys are on a TV. I'm watching you guys on this TV. Now somehow the TV is Are you talking. stoned right I now? I am the TV, and I am talking. That's what I was trying to say. And you, you are, guys, You are the TV. I'm not stoned, but I do feel like I am. So we go to this party and whatever, whatever, lame. And then we're walking around, find another party, go there. And I have this friend and he's one of my best friends. Wait, all of that buildup was just for... A different party. <laughs> it's, not, it's not about the one party. So we get to the first party. It was fine. Nothing happens. <laughs> you know, I obviously... We go to another place that was also nothing. <laughs> Dead. One of the tropes of this program is that I don't tell a good story. I think this... It's going to be the worst. Oh. No, no, no. So one of my best friends that I went to high school with, and he's just known for being a lagger and just for always holding everybody up. Mm-hmm. And I love him, but dude, it's like if we're picking you up at 10, you be ready. Do it. I think it's pronounced lager, by the way. A lager? <laughs> <laughs> Drake's a whiskey drink? Um, so he's known for this. This part of his personality. He's always fucking lagging. And so we end up at this... Last party, it's like 11.30, and it's like a night, like, and we weren't want to drive back to the valley where I'm staying with my parents. And our buddy at this party, <laughs> this last party, it wasn't even a party. It was more like 20 people in a house hanging out. I think that's a party. <laughs> is that a party? Yeah. It's not a rager, but it's a party. And he wants 20 to, is a lot. Yeah. He wants to smoke pot. A hangout would be like six. And so we actually wouldn't even go to this party. <laughs> So, there's so many details I haven't shared. So, we were, we're walking back. That's great. Don't sh- <laughs> Please don't share details because that's what makes the story interesting. There's been a night. We've gone to a few parties. And now we're walking back towards my friend's apartment. There's we're, we're, been we're, we're, a <laughs> night. You can share details. We won't be mad at you. So, we're walking back to our friend, my friend's apartment where I'm parked, where I'm going to get my, or we're going to get in a car. So nothing happened at any of the parties you <laughs> talked about so far. Oh, no, you know, we talked to some people and had a beer or two. I don't know. But we're, there's this one last and party. And your roommate is there? There's four of us that carpooled out to UCLA, to Westwood, to go to these parties. 
And now we all, three out of the four of us. We've recapped the story like 10 times already. There's no story. You can't recap something that doesn't exist. Three of the four people in this party, myself included, not the party party, but this party of four. It's party of five, by the way, not party of four. You're right. Three of the four people in this group of people I'm hanging out with want to go back to the San Fernando Valley um, just to go Smoke pot at your parents' house. No, no, no. But this fourth member, as the logger. The logger of the group. <laughs> we're making our way I back. I just pictured a lumberjack in my head. And then in this apartment complex in Westwood, like they're like, oh, there's one more party up there. We should. And three out of the four of us are like, I don't even know if we want to go in. And this fourth guy is like, oh, I just, I'd love to get smoked out. I'd like, you just really want to get high on, on weed. And I'm like, no, nah, we just kind of want to go home. <laughs> and uh, he's he like, just wanted to get really high. He's just like, let me just, go get, fumes. let me just go up there, get smoked out, and then we'll, we'll get out of there. Like, also, uh, it sounds like a super chill guy that he just goes to parties <laughs> and asks for free Anybody drugs and then weed? leaves. <laughs> it, yeah, well, I think that's just kind of a... Not great etiquette. But I guess in college, you don't... I think in college, it's... it's Anything know. goes. So we go up to this party. Great show, by the way. Mm-hmm. Cole Porter. Well, the plot is a little... Party of Five? Anything, Anything goes. goes. Oh, I don't... The I music is amazing. Goes. Party of Five was all right. Jamie, go I on. I went to a taping of Party of Five once. It's not like a live... I know. To the audience. I had like a VIP thing. Oh, just like just the yeah. shooting. Mm-hmm. I got a note once from somebody <laughs> that said <laughs> about a TV show I was working on. We want this show to be more fun and upbeat like Party of Five. And I never watched Party it's of Five. It wasn't orphans. about like orphans who are <laughs> yeah. like alcoholics and stuff. Yeah. They're always crying. Yeah. So was like <laughs> that shows you how smart TV executives are. Nev Campbell. Go ahead, Jamie. Okay, what happened? So, um, we walk up to this party and... Our friend. This is the fourth party? Third? It's the I'm last sorry. Party I, that was my bad. Yeah, I'm really was. sorry. I was about to yell, don't derail <laughs> him. And we're, we're, we're standing around. It's not that much fun. We don't know anyone. But our friend is trying to get smoked out. So you just went into this random party that you didn't know anybody at? Maybe someone knew someone. Uh-huh. And but it's kind of like that probably in that area if it's all college students. Yeah, it's a very college thing. It wasn't like Santa Barbara or in Isla Vista, which is like literally just walking into any house you want. And party. <laughs> Anywho, so our friend is trying to get smoked out on the porch, like three dudes. And we're waiting around for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And then I walk out to our friend. I'm like, hey, we really want to go home. Are you ready? And he's like, just give me five more minutes. And these guys are going to smoke me out. I promise. I'm like, dude, okay, five minutes. Then we, we got, we, we want to go. Go back to my other friends. <coughs> wait another five, 10 minutes. Go back. All right, dude. Have you smoked out yet? Because we really just want to go home. And it's like, I swear to God, I promise. I, they're about to smoke me out. Please just give me five more minutes. <laughs> I, we gave I am like, I'm on tenterhooks <laughs> right now. I can't wait to hear what happens at the end of this story. So, <laughs> five, Man, what if we ended the episode right here and people had to come back next <laughs> week and find out what happened? Yeah, five Just or like ten more to minutes. be continued. The long shot. Stay tuned for scenes from next week's episode. And it's just Jamie going, <laughs> five, so five, more minutes. Party. God, man. Yeah. five more minutes. <laughs> Dude, we need to go now. He's like, all right, look, you guys go back to the apartment. I promise I will meet you back there in 10 minutes and then we'll drive home. I was like, are you sure? Wait, what apartment was he talking about? Our, they parked our, at a friend's apartment. Oh, okay. All right. I got our lost. main connection to UCLA. <laughs> It's a weird thing to say. Just the, my friend that went to UCLA. Um, 
We're like, okay, but be back there in like in 10 minutes because but then you knew that wasn't going to happen. We didn't. So then we go back to my friend's apartment. We're waiting for our friend. 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And we're getting more and more mad. After that, 25? Yeah. Okay. And he's not showing up. Why can't you just hang out there? Why do you have to go to the valley? I, like, I just want to know the urgency, the stakes. Oh, because that's where our parents were, where we were going to stay for the night. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> we are staying with our parents. When we would go back to L.A., I would stay with my parents at the house I grew up in, up in Granada Hills. <laughs> go on. Sorry. So he's not showing up. And then finally, um, at a certain point, we're like, dude, we're getting the fuck out of here. And so we left our friend. He didn't show up, so we drove back to the valley. How long had it been? Be honest. It was like at least 35 minutes. <laughs> Somewhere in that vicinity. Okay. So and you left is, your friend. This is before cell phones. By the way, I feel like this story is just starting. <laughs> so we left our friend at a party, and this is what happened. Get back home. Didn't hear anything. And we didn't have cell phones, so if he was going to call, he was going to have to call my, my parents' phone at like... Two yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Stoned. And so I think it was back in the day when you memorize numbers, especially your best friends. <laughs> so this was one of my best friends, and we just left him at the, we just left him there. <laughs> but we were so pissed because he had a habit of. Is this of one of the guys this. you told you were gonna fuck? I'm sure he was part of that mm-hmm. action. Great. <laughs> just wanted to make sure. So Lover's Quarrel. The next morning, I get a phone call at like 10 a.m., and it's my friend. And he's like, dude, what the fuck? You guys left me. You guys left, left me in Westwood. I, didn't, I had to sleep there. I had to sleep here. I was like, well, you know what? You, you, we, you, we, at that party, asked <laughs> <laughs> You made a good point, Jamie. Okay. <laughs> you, you let him have it. <laughs> and he's like, dude, you got to come back here and pick me up right now and give me a ride home. And I was like, No. I was like, I'm staying on my principal. Like, you had to learn your lesson. This is this is your lesson learned. He's like, if I, if you don't come pick me up, my mom's gonna have to come pick me up. I was like, then have your mom come pick you up. But we left you there last night because you did not take into consideration the fact that you were making all of us wait for you for a long time. And this is this is where you're gonna have to learn your lesson. And um, and that was it. And then he hung up, and he was so pissed. And so we were roommates in Isla Vista. And um, <clears throat> we went back to Santa Barbara that, after that weekend. And for the next nine months, he did not say a word to me. Holy shit. <laughs> and so I lived in this house with this other person. He hated my guts. He couldn't believe it to him. That was like, you know. Like, did he blame the other guys too? He did, but I was like the, his closest friend. And like mm-hmm. the fact that I didn't stick up for him and be, tell him like, we can't, we can't leave our friend here. Which in retrospect, we would have just waited. I would like just waited because, yeah, that was kind of a. A bold move. Or just been like, no, fucker, come with us right now. Like, you're not going to get smoked out. Sorry. Did you tell him you were going to leave him? No, but he just was so blatantly Well, you told him that you'd be at the other apartment. Yeah. Like, I told him, like, we're leaving in 10 minutes. And it was like, it was like 45 minutes or an hour later. It was like flagrant. And, but to live in a house with someone. That hates you for nine months. And he just wouldn't talk. And I remember, you know, like, all the roommates would be watching TV and like, I can't, it's so hard for me to deal with someone not talking to me. So I would make jokes and try to like. And he'd be stonewall. Yeah. 
I had crossed like the the line that you do not cross, like leaving your friend and then not going to pick him up the next day. And that and was there was no. I can like, kind of see from his side of things being upset that you guys left him there. I, I totally get it now. But yeah. I, don't I still know think if like, I, and also I to call up and have you go. No, you got to learn your lesson. Like I, I do feel like I would be like, "Fuck you!" Why are you the one telling me I got to learn my but lesson? You don't think you know? after nine months, like? Oh, that I, part is that's crazy. Too much. It might have been more. It might have like, it was like especially a, if this is like your best friend. Right. Like it's I like, could be mad ugh. for a little bit, but like, yeah. like, did you ever try writing him like a note or anything? I don't remember sign language. <laughs> I did try sign language, and I just since I didn't know how to do Native it. Native American sign language. <laughs> I ended up kept flipping him off because I was like, "That's all I." Oh, that's why he was mad. But we eventually made up, and now he lives in India, and he started a gelato empire. <laughs> and I love him, but um, I'll never forget like how tense it was. You know, we had four other roommates, and they're like, <laughs> can you guys please talk to each other? Because this is really, really awkward <laughs> for all of us. Yeah, that's really fucked up. But I'm glad that he started a gelato empire in India. <laughs> he sounds like a Wes Anderson character. Yes. He kind of is. Um, and now I'm even closer friends with his uh, his older brother. Fun fact. Boy, the he really stuck the landing there. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's take a break and we'll be back in a moment with more stuff. Hi hey, no. Nope. <laughs> oh shit, I'm out of snacks. Attention all units, be a be snack emergency. Snack patrol. Snack patrol. Patrolling the streets with snacks and treats. Wait, so you guys literally patrol the area and when someone needs a snack, you make sure they have one? That's, That's right, we're the Snack Patrol. Snack Patrol. Patrolling the streets with sweets and meats. So what's the technology you use to detect the need for snacks? Wherever you hear a stomach growl. Snack Patrol. Snack Patrol. Wherever someone blogs or tweets about needing a snack. Snack Patrol. Snack Patrol. Wherever you hear someone yell out something about really wanting a snack. Snack Patrol. Snack Patrol. Wherever someone has passed out on their lawn, seemingly due to low blood sugar brought on by a lack of delicious snacks. Snack Patrol. So what kind of snacks did you bring me? Delicious snacks and yummy snacks. Awesome snacks and other snacks. Can you be more specific? Unfortunately, nope. no. Not really? Nope. Is Snack Patrol hiring? Just, just fill out an application and we'll get back to you or check out right on LinkedIn. Thanks, Snack Patrol. Yeah. We are back. You are listening to The Long Shot. It is a podcast. It's time for part of the show that we like to call Parting Shots. Let's start today with Amber. As All right. We, as we often do these days. Um. <clears throat> so there's a trailer for a movie coming out called, I don't even know what it's called, like Air Rescue or Planes and Fire or something. I'm sure it's not called Planes and Fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. I'm quite certain that's but not the name But it's a Disney movie. It's mm-hmm. the exact like artwork fire. from Cars and Planes. And it's these airplanes, these sentient airplanes mm-hmm. that have sentient cars jump out of them to put out forest fires. Okay. <laughs> it is, is the it, most... Is it about global warming? Is it, that, 
It is the most insane trailer I have ever seen because through all of this, um, it starts and the music is like, there's a time in your heart. And it's like sweeping shots <laughs> of like <laughs> planes Smokey flying. Bear's got to be like, what the fuck, man? It'll be cut between like cartoon <laughs> fucking planes doing like plane puns. You guys are both using the F word a lot today, by the way. I just want to point just, that out. I'm feeling right, it. Go ahead. So it's these goofy looking planes doing plane puns. And then it goes back to sweeping shots of like, in your heart, in the dark. <laughs> Are there a, a lot pun? of plane puns? Yeah. Like what? Like, uh, uh, well, okay. This isn't a plane pun. And I knew you guys were going to call me out on this because there's also cars. But there's a scene in a bar that they sent wait, it. Wait. Cars are in a bar. I don't know. And Did they a- refer to them as sentient? <laughs> no. Or is it just you? <laughs> I, <don't. laughs> I got an idea for a movie. <laughs> It's about sentient planes and sentient cars. And the cars jump out of the planes. They're all sentient. They understand each other because they're sentient beings. And the cars jump out of the planes and they put out fires. It's called cars jumping out of planes putting out fires. But um, there's a bunch of girl cars line dancing. That sounds hot. <laughs> a pickup truck. Comes- Achy Breaky Heart. Do they use that song? No, it's. In your dream. A pickup <clears throat> truck comes in and is like, hey, he says something. I forget what. And the girl car goes, ugh, pickup trucks. Because he used it's kind of a pun. Line. Yeah, yeah. But he's just a pickup lines. Ah, uh, wait. Because he's a pickup truck. I get it. But like, since you see that already, it should be like, ah. Uh, it's for children. I so there know. were other ones like that too. It, yeah, it, like they would say goofy, fucking plane and car shit, but then there'd be sweeping epic like overhead shots of waterfalls and fire and forests and this like music that is so schmaltzy. It's, I was, it, it's the worst thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It it makes no like it doesn't even know. This, by the way, is making me want to watch it. I really want to watch it. It's going to make... at least watch the trailer, you know? Oh, we should watch it as soon as this is over. I think we should watch it in real time. <laughs> but um, I love schmaltzy. It's one of those things, but it's like they're sentient planes with... Why are cars jumping out of them? Like... <sighs> okay, here's what it is, is the planes are sentient, <laughs> the cars are sentient, the people are sentient, so every... Every character sentient. in the movie is sentient. That's a good name for a movie, Everything Sentient. Or but, a book um, by, by your dad. Yeah, I know. I I just like it because it, it seems like they don't know who the movie is even for. Like, the music is so out of place, so insanely out of place. Like, listening to the music, you're like, are all these planes dead now? Anyway. Wait, why would they be dead? Because the music like is like... And um, anyway, it will probably make a 10 billion jillion gazillion dollars. It's probably going to be really popular. But and I find those going to be Lego, Star Wars. But it's not a Pixar movie. And is it, who's doing the voices? Is it like Larry the Cable Guy and Fred uh, the, Fred the plumber. refrigerator repairman? <laughs> Joe the plumber. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, that. So you're upset about this trailer. Yeah, and watch it because it. I described it to Abby, and she's like, okay. And I was like, no, no, no. And I played it for her, and she like had tears running down her face. She's like, it's worse than you even described. Uh-huh. Um, there's a song called Heart, Hearts of Fire by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Hearts of Fire. Do you know that one? No. 
And um, if you break it down, it's a uh, the the song uh, "It Ain't Over Till It's Over" by Lenny Kravitz. Is it's the same is, song. They really, he just really ripped that right off. Mm-hmm. Is this your parting shot? No, but the What's fire thing. Right now? The fire just kind of reminded me of that. All right, so Jamie, parting shots. So, I think I've, I mean, I've definitely talked about it. when I was in high school. My first girlfriend, I was the most jealous motherfucker in the world. Like just you didn't want her talking to anybody. No you didn't one. want her around anybody. I just I was like a, out of control. I don't. I was so insecure, and I'm glad I got that on my system early because I was like volatile. Like I, I I told stories on the show, like in the middle of a basketball game, like just started throwing shit at someone. This is the early days, so I was really bad at telling stories. Um, we got in a fight with someone, like in a basketball, like on the basketball Whoa. court, and um, well, what what happened? Explain that. I've told the story on this podcast. Tell it again. <laughs> now that you know how to tell stories, I heard that she was going. She was a cheerleader, and she was like one of her ex boyfriends was going to be at the game, and we were going through a thing where we weren't talking, and I was just fucking enraged. I was like, "I'm going to the game." I went to the game with a bunch of football players, um, who are not my closest friends. My closest friends would have just made been sure. like, "Hey, Jamie, just cool yeah, out. yeah." But I went with these closest guys. Friends would have been like, "Jamie, why did you leave me <laughs> at that party?" <laughs> I um, this was before that. And then we were in the back row of this basketball game, and um, with the these back guys. row of the basketball game, or you know the, Where the, the bleachers, cool kids sit. <laughs> and it was packed, and um, and so I mentioned to the, the the football guys, I was like, "Oh, that's the guy. That's their ex boyfriend." I was like, just you know, seeing red, and they started throwing what shit at him. Were you mad like that he existed? Well, that he was like we were going through a, a down point in our relationship, and then she, her ex boyfriend. How long had you been together at that point? Like. Six Two months? weeks, five or six months, and you were, you were on months, the wane. You were on the wane. We were on the wane. The honeymoon was, was over. The honeymoon was way over. I was such a dick, and um, but these football guys started throwing shit at her, or throwing shit at him, and of course she's like, he's like, what the fuck, and then she's like, what the fuck. Yeah, it's not necessarily <clears throat> an attractive thing to see. No, it was fucking immature as fuck. I was, it was out of control, and I was not throwing shit by the way. But if it was my real friends, it might do just. I don't know, but these are the worst possible people I could have been with. And at a certain point, he's like, I'm getting out of here. And like, um, he grabbed like her hand, like to like help her down the bleachers so like they could get out of there because these fucking assholes are fucking throwing shit. And it's like, I remember like as soon as I saw like, like they either grabbed her hand or something. Oh, you like lost your mind. I've never lost my mind, but that was like, oh <clears throat> shit. And I remember just kind of walking down after and, um, and um, oh, and, and then I oh, and then I, and I pushed the guy on the basketball court. He was from another school, <laughs> like this guy from another school, and I pushed him. And of course, like the game stopped. <laughs> oh my god, this <laughs> and, is like an eighties movie. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and you know, people surround us and try <laughs> to like. Jamie is up. the fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> and you're the bully. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. the you're, guy you're Chad. she should not be with. Yeah, you're Which, Chad. Which, if you saw me, I, I, I was not Chad, but I was... The preppy blonde-haired guy. <laughs> but I, I'm not, like, you know, not one to start a fight, but I, I was just, like, act, acting out of pure passion and rage. And, like, I, I was Excuse like... Excuse me, why are you trying to hold my girl's hand? No, this was Sean, like... Poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> this was... Why don't you go back to your part of town? <laughs> <laughs> this was unbridled. It was bad. Um, but it was quickly broken up. No punches were thrown or anything but um and then i found myself outside crying like a little baby because all that anger i do that i mean i, I wish i could cry like that that was like a cry like oh my because i, I knew in my heart like oh, i just fucked up i'm never gonna get back with this girl uh. or what have i done it was like a bad night and a wake-up call 
And did you ever talk to her about it after that? I remember like trying to call her, and like obviously she was like, "You're a psycho." <laughs> kind of, yes. And what's crazy, well, what's good is like I've just never been like I learned like a very valuable lesson, and I've never been like a jealous boyfriend since then. But I brought that up because a few weeks prior to that, there was another night. It was like a Saturday night, and um, we were paging back then. I had a pager. <laughs> Why did I have a pager? Um, In case you had to go into surgery. (laughs) But I found out she was going to be hanging out with that dude. That same dude. This Maybe it was a couple weeks before that. So things were building up to a fever pitch. And that basketball game was like the... That was the the pinnacle of it. But um, she was like, oh, I'm going to hang out with this ex-boyfriend of hers. And um, I remember being in my room. And I, I have mirror closets. And I fucking just punched right into this big mirror. That's you know. a lot of bad luck. You're punching yourself, by the way, when you punch a mirror. I never even thought about that. Mm-hmm. I never even thought about that. But I punched the fuck out of this mirror, and of course it's you know shattered, and my hand was bloody as fuck, and had this you know F-word. crazy shattered... Fucking mirror. Fucking mirror. In seven years of bad luck. Maybe more with that big of a mirror. It's been 20 years of bad luck. Oh. But uh, like, <laughs> and I had a bunch of friends over there in the other room, and like they came in like, "Dude, are you all right?" And I'm like, "No," <laughs> but I was in such a rage. Like, oh my god. Anyway, uh, my parents obviously were not happy that I destroyed a mirror, <laughs> and they bought me a punching bag. No, I had to buy a punching bag that they put in the garage so I can get my anger out <laughs> in other ways. Anyway, that's a side of me I don't talk about very often. And we don't see very often. I don't have that side anymore. I mean, I'm, maybe I'm something. But You've squelched it. Is that a word? You've grown up. I think I've grown up. You've matured. But when I think about that version of myself. You're like, whoa. Whoa. But I feel like that's True of any part of life. Yeah, yeah, like you're always going to look back and go, what was Ooh, I thinking who back was then? I? Yeah. But didn't it, why did I brought it up? Because, um, oh, because the guy punched the hole. That guy punched the hole. But you didn't do it while she was there. No, I was alone in my room, and I just like... I feel like it's way more excusable when you're by yourself than it is when somebody... Like, if Amber came to me now and said, this guy punched a hole in the wall over my head while I was having a conversation with him... You would be really upset. That's really upsetting, yes. Um, It was upsetting at the time. what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And you said he's like Mm 6'2", and you're (laughs) 4'11". No, this is a huge physical despair. I mean, that's very threatening. Right. That's very violently mm-hmm. threatening, you know? And it's also funny. It was ironic that it was in the conversation of you hate women. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you're not No, I mean, if you came me to that- me now and told me that that happened, I would be like, you should tell your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> tell Hoddle Ditter to do something about it. Uh, oh, we didn't even talk about that. Oh, yeah. well, all right. Anyway, uh, so that's your parting shot is you've grown up. I continue to grow up every day. I feel like I've grown up since the beginning <laughs> of this the podcast. Man in a <laughs> I forgot I'm wearing this, by the way. Uh, so I, as I said, flew today back from Nebraska. I was also at the airport all day yesterday, and I had a weird experience at the airport where there was a guy right in front of me when I went when I was going through security. Which, by the way, can we just knock that off? Can we get rid of the security, security? shit? On the it's way, such fucking nonsense. On the way to Omaha, the flight was six o'clock in the morning. Fucking sorry, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm there five o'clock in the morning, uh-huh. and um, 
the lady just hands me a piece of paper and it says you've been pre-selected to go through they're doing the that now yeah yeah um security. it's totally random and so we cut the big line mm -hmm. they just like scanned our hands i guess for bad guy juice mm -hmm. and um we didn't have to take off our shoes we didn't have to take anything out of our bags we didn't even have to take off our jacket it took two seconds and it was like Hallelujah. It was so, no. it, it felt like winning the lottery. Well, first of all, I think but everyone every should be randomly selected flight. like that. And yeah. let's just get rid of this TSA bullshit because it is total bullshit. Yeah. Um, but that's not my point. This guy was in front of me and he was like a skeevy looking white dude, <laughs> you know, like, like scraggly beard. What's and he like, dressed like? He had like baggy pants and a baggy shirt <laughs> and a bag. He was wearing a baggy. No. Um, <laughs> But he just there was something off, you know. Yeah, okay. he, he was he's one of those white dudes with like dreadlocks and a bunch of them in a weird big hat, yeah. you know. Sure. And and he was I couldn't tell what was going on because I was too busy being angry at the TSA. Mm -hmm. uh, but he was having trouble figuring out. He was like, "I have to show ID." What do you mean, like? Where I, was he from? And he, and he took like out his, he took out his wallet and he was like, "Show me what I have to do." And He's high as fuck. Well, but also like, but just wait. He like, hasn't been on a plane in a very long time. Like, ID isn't like a new. So they they told him like his flight wasn't until you know four hours later. So they were like, "You can go hang out somewhere and come back in a while." And he was like, "I'm gonna do that. Thank you so much." Then he left. So I go in. Oh, but you're at the airport for so long, you probably see him again. I go into the airport. I'm hanging out at the bar for a long time. Quacky talking McGee's? To these, talking to the no, talking to these two <laughs> cute bartenders. And, Hello. Uh, yeah, and and then I think my flight's getting ready to, to board, which turned out I was off by six hours, and then it got canceled. But Oof. I go over to where I'm walking over towards my flight. And this guy is coming towards me, and he gets right in my face, and his eyes get really wide, and he points down at the floor. And I thought for a second maybe I dropped something or whatever, so I look down, and he just walks away. Oh, no. Super weird, right? Then I see him sitting at the bar next to a guy who I had been speaking with, and he's they have their backs to me, and they're, they're pretty far away. I mean, I was probably like 100 feet away or whatever, but I can see his stupid white boy dreadlock hat and i just hear <laughs> like screaming yelling right and i was like i bet it was that guy then i see him standing up and he's saying goodbye to the guy who <laughs> goodbye he's talking to no but he's like shaking his hand he won't let go of the guy's hand he's just holding on to this guy's hand for a really long time and then i see two tsa guys come in and or by that time he was gone. So these two TSA guys come in. The bartenders had called TSA and said this guy is being super weird. And they came, but too late. The guy was gone by then. A little while later, I go back to the bar because now my flight has been delayed right. all this time. I go back to the bar and I'm talking to this guy again. He's like, oh, you missed all the excitement. I was like, no, I didn't. I saw it go down. And then I see the guy getting on a plane. Like no! he's, he's, he's going onto the plane. And I said to the- Where was he the, going? Do you remember? Uh, I don't know. But I said to the bartenders, because they, they had called the TSA to say this guy should not be flying. Um, they cut him off from drinking because he was being so weird, even though he was only there for like 15 minutes. So it wasn't like he got drunk at that bar. Right. But she was, one of the girls was like, I cut him off um, and I called TSA because he should not be flying. And I, got, and I, tur I turned to her when I saw him and I was like, check out who's going on that 
that flight, I was like, if we hear something oh, crazy no. happen on this flight, um, you know, we'll know why it happened. Cut to 15 minutes later, she goes, look over there. And there's the guy back in the <laughs> back in the terminal sitting down with two cops hanging out over him, like talking to him. So something happened on the plane. Oh, my God. And he got, and he got kicked off the plane. Oh, my God. And so what I'm my point is don't take hallucinogens before you fly. No. Like he was definitely on mushrooms or acid or poppers or amyl nitrate <laughs> or marijuana or hair like I don't know what he was on but, but I really feel like he was probably on on some sort of hallucinogenic what was he saying to that one guy at the bar <clears throat> he said he couldn't even understand I'm what the guy was LSD. talking about he he said the guy said something about how he was talking to the trees <laughs> um, but <laughs> couldn't understand him so just be careful folks and if you're going to take hallucinogens wait till you're on the plane before you take them <laughs> Oof, that sounds terrible. That sounds like the worst idea ever. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. And anything you guys want to add before we leave? No, I think this was fun. Let's go to Omaha, all three of us. I would love to travel with you guys again. Let's do it. (laughs) Let's go to Cambridge and visit Alex. That's a great idea. We'll record an episode over there. and We all have to speak in (laughs) British accents the whole time. (laughs) Chip, chip, cheerio. Here we are in Cambridge. Alex Gonzalez has cornered the market on marijuana sales here in... I don't even know where Cambridge is. Uh, All right. We'll see you next time on The Long Shot. It's like an hour away from London. All right. I don't care. (laughs) Hey, guys. I love you. I love you, too. Sean, shut up. Sean, (laughs) I love you, man. (laughs) Jorge, I love you, buddy. For past and future episodes of the Longshot Podcast, join us online at the Longshot Podcast and we're a dot com.